1: Ha ha ha!
0: Welcome to Boah
1: hey, The King, Boy Ain't Right.
0: The King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. I am Mike.
1: And I'm Rusty, and welcome, welcome. to the Friday episode. It is of the Friday episode. That A little, ain't bit, right.
0: little bit different. Um, yep, that ain't right. We are not sponsored by, but have just eaten the limited time only Pringles Scorching First We Feast Presents Hot Ones, the classic hot sauce chips. Yeah,
1: we were sitting here eating some of these. I had them in the car, so not only were they They're a warm. little spicy, they were yeah. warm, but they were really good. Yeah. They're not scorching, though. Nah, I wouldn't say they were scorching. So,
0: uh, Rusty, I'm going to spring this on you today because uh, Fridays okay. are a little different.
1: As long as you're not falling it on to me, we're good. i um,
0: We are going to talk about minor characters in uh, King of the Hill. Okay. So, so these are characters that reoccur every once in a while or one-offs. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I think this might be a series because there are a ton of them. There yeah, there's a ton, a ton of, of them. We could
1: do a series. Well, let's do the first ten in your list or however many you want to do. Just run down the list and we'll go We'll go through the list. So
0: here's the first one, uh, John Redcorn. Okay. This is uh, He yeah. is a reoccurring character. Uh, he only yep. shows up every once in a while. But he does have a couple of episodes that he is featured in yeah, there's, uh, there, there's, later uh, in the series. Well,
1: specifically one of the episodes that I really remember is a little patch of land yeah. between the two highways right. and how Dale... Uh, kind of jumps along with him on it, you know what I mean? So here
0: is uh, everything we know about John Redcorn, as uh, Wikipedia says. Okay. John Redcorn, voiced by Victor Aaron in 1997. That was the first voice of uh-huh. him, and then he passes away. And then Jonathan Joss. Jonathan Joss. From 1998-2009. Yep. John is Nancy's Native American former, quote-unquote, healer. Yeah, he's a healer. And all right. adulterous lover. Uh, He is Joseph's biological uh, father. He is a former roadie for winger uh, and a lead singer in uh, Big Mountain Fudge Cake. Uh, In season nine, he began writing and performing his own children's music. He works out of a trailer as a masseur, though his clients are generally only women. It is implied that he has a history of having sex with them, as Hank is horrified when Peggy goes to see him, and John Redcorn even states to him, Hank, I consider you a friend. I would never heal your wife the way I heal the wives
1: of others. <laughs> I always thought that was funny how he told <laughs> Hank that. Yeah, why, is, why just Hank, though? Why, why is it okay to sleep with everybody else's wife but not Hank's? He is a, I, I, th- I don't think it has to do with his respect for Hank, but for the fact that he does not give a Peggy's shit about Dale. I can Peggy's tell you that. Peggy's humbleness. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't think he likes her t- 12 feet either, uh, or 14s or whatever. Um, he is also an actor. He is also active in American Indian rights campaigns and Dale once helped him with a lawsuit that netted him 12 acres of land from the federal government. That's what you were talking about. Yeah, the little patch of highway. Says, however, he was manipulated into building a casino on the property, which was later found out to be prohibited in Texas whose tribes forfeit gaming rights for federal recognition and his property was permitted for hazardous dumping to pay the debt. <laughs> So, because (laughs) Dale had been so helpful, Redcorn felt extremely guilty over what he did with Nancy, and he ended his affair by encouraging Nancy and Dale to strengthen their marriage. Dale retailored Redcorn's status as a musician from a mediocre rock singer to a successful children's performer. He eventually got back together with an ex-lover and became a dedicated husband and father to the children he had had with her. So, you want to talk about uh, Redcorn for a second? Yeah, we can talk about John Redcorn for
1: a second. So, I don't know, he's... (sighs) I love the fact that there's always classic rock blaring in his jeep. Always classic rock blaring in his jeep. I really like that, but I don't know, you know, because it's it's a duality kind of thing. It's like the white man stole his land and uh, disgraced his heritage. So why not steal the steal the white man's wife? I guess I guess that's what it is. I think that uh, he's just that's a a fan thing that I read. I think he's just a horny dude. I think is what I think he's just a horny dude, and he's and he's and he's. you know, he's a musician, and he's got the long hair and the dark skin and yeah. the, the, the kind of the mystery about a, him.
0: I love the fact that he was a roadie for winger.
1: <laughs> <And> the, yeah, <laughs> a roadie for winger, a licensed new age healer. He yeah, you know, I kind I kind of like him. I just... He would be selling CBD kind of a hard character right now, right? Selling CBD. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, think he'd he would... A I think he would be selling fireworks. Ah, in that's well. Arizona, New that's Mexico. only during the the fireworks times, though. Well, unless you're in a state where they sell them twenty four seven. Yeah, I don't know what state those are. Arizona, really? Mexico twenty four seven? Well, I don't know. Mexico. They can always they, sell they fireworks. Can, they can sell them all year round, as that's far crazy. as I know. Yeah, because they live in the desert. What is there to burn? <laughs> There's nothing to burn, but you know, that's nuts. Tumbleweed. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Rusty with the King of the Hill podcast. Bwah. So we are currently trying to win podcast of the year and we're hoping that you guys could help us out by nominating us on Waco Awards website. If you Google Waco Awards podcast of the year, the hyperlink will pop up for you to click on on Google's search. Also on social media, I've posted about it quite a bit. So you guys can go to all of our social media platforms at Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and I have the link posted there on a few different posts and uh help us you know at least get nominated if we can't win it would be great to at least have a nomination in our first year of podcasting and uh we hope that you guys have enjoyed the content and continue to enjoy the content for the rest of the year
0: okay next one uh Ted and Cindy Wasana song all the Wasana songs voiced by Toby Huss and Lauren Tom Respectively, uh, Ted and Cindy are affluent Laotian American acquaintances of the Susanooza phones. Hey, you know what? Uh, they just opened a restaurant uh, up by my house called Taste of Laos. And oh, I kind of want to try that. It, it is very, very good. Uh, my wife and I had some noodles and stuff from there. They have the best spring rolls I've ever had.
1: Oh, the best spring rolls. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's in a gas station. Uh, but it is super good. I, I really expected to see somebody like uh, Khan uh, come out of the back, But it was yeah. very nice people. It was very good food. Uh, taste of Laos, if you're ever in Hewitt, Texas. Taste of Laos. Uh, so Khan and men envy and resent them, but go to great lengths to gain their favor, such as inviting them over for dinner. They live in the upscale gated community of Arlen Heights and are prominent members of the Nine Rivers Country Club. If yep. Nine rivers is a big feature.
1: Yeah. Nine rivers is a huge thing. Yeah. And you know, what's kind of funny about it. It is, uh, it is a country club in Texas that is yeah. only for Asian Americans. Yeah. 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 So it's not like a country club that is exclusive that, 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 that is uh, inclusive and everybody can join it. It's only exclusive to yeah. Asian Americans. So if you're not an affluent Asian American in Arlington, Texas, you know, the country club's just not for you. Ted, so what it hints at is that what does Arlen have? A large Asian-American population. Yeah, very much so.
0: Ted and Cindy tolerate the Susanus and phones, but in reality look down upon them. They joined the Episcopal Church, uh, despite being Buddhist because it was good for business. Uh, Ted is also blatantly hypocritical. He referred to Khan as a banana. Uh, an ethnic slur to identify an Asian American apparently lost in touch with their ethnic and identity. Yeah, I wasn't a big with fan. Western society.
1: I wasn't a big fan of the Wasana songs because, no, God, no. as much as I'm not a huge fan of Khan either, really. Uh-huh. Uh But like, I like Khan way more than I like the Wasana songs because. Oh, the Wasana songs are terrible. They're terrible. They're just people. so terrible, and they're really, really terrible to. The Sufanusen phones, like how they treat Khan and stuff like that is just.
0: Says, even though Ted possesses far greater degree of luxury commodities and lost most of his accent, and he did. He, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to do my best Ted Wasana song. Cod, you are a member of Died Rivers Country Club.
1: Yeah, because he sounds like (laughs) he's holding his nose. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh,
0: it says that, uh, He also helped pass a city ordinance banning the use of trans fats, only to be immediately found consuming the very foods he helped prohibit. Yeah, they're just terrible people. And you see more of Ted than you do Cindy, uh, but uh, Ted Awosadasog is a terrible person. He's a terrible person. (laughs) Okay, next, uh, Octavio. Do you know who Octavio is?
1: (laughs) Octavio is voiced by none other than uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Not at first, but I think they had another similar situation with... uh, Well, at
0: first, he's Danny Trejo. Later, it's Mike Judge that does Octavio's voice. Really? Yeah. It says, uh, Octavio is a Hispanic quasi-mercenary who does various bizarre favors for Dale when paid enough money, such as breaking into the Hills home in the middle of the night to look for Dale's kidney. Earlier in the episode, Hank, who had power of attorney over Dale for three days while Dale was in the hospital to give his kidney to the NR- yeah. NHRA drag racer John Force, was helped, uh, helped Force to uh, help Octavio bash his own car with rebar to try and claim motor accident insurance on a scheme he had cooked up with Dale. Jeez, it's so much. That is crazy. On his chest is a large Rob Zombie tattoo, which he once tried to pass off as a tattoo of Jesus in order to join Luann's Bible study group because she was conducting lessons in her pool while wearing a two piece bikini. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, he appeared, uh, his appearance was modeled after actor Danny Trejo, who actually voices yeah. Enrique on the show and Octavio as well. His last appearance. Oh, so was, he
1: does do Octavio though. Yep. So he does Octavio and Enrique, uh-huh. I guess so. Well, Enrique is also, was also voiced by another guy named, uh, Eloy Casados or something okay. like that. I, I don't Kasados. know how to pronounce his name.
0: Uh, his last appearance was a non-speaking cameo in just another manic conde. So he's actually in one of those episodes that got released after the finale, those four, because that is one of the one of the con ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a con episode. I don't
0: remember the guy real well. Um, I do remember Danny Trejo's voice. Uh, we haven't had an Octavio people, episode but we yet. That's have why not come, Doctor. Yeah, we haven't yeah.
1: hit him yeah. yet as a as a as a uh, as a character.
0: All right, next on our list here is uh, M. F. Thatherton and MF stands for Milton Farnsworth. Yeah, and he
1: is. Uh, he's we voiced. have had this guy. Yeah, we have, and he is actually voiced by uh, Burt Reynolds in the very first appearance of him. He's voiced by Burt Reynolds and Toby Huss later. And Toby Huss does every other appearance after that. He literally only does one episode with uh, with Burt Reynolds.
0: MF is a former employee of Strickland Propane and another antagonist. <laughs> well, you who know what that tells out us though, on right? his own And opens up with the crooked Thatherton Fuels company across the street from Strickland.
1: Yeah, but you know what that tells us though, right? That uh, the character, because if you look at the character, he's yeah. a very Reynolds. Oh, he looks like Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds-esque yeah, 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 yeah. kind of yeah. feel to mm-hmm. him. So the he character was like, probably created for Burt Reynolds to do the voice, yeah. but they loved it so much, and they had to bring him back for a different story or something, and they just added him in. I think that's how that ended up happening. I think that's probably what it was. That's the reason why they brought Toby Huss in to do the voice is because he was like, they were like, because like you talk about secondary, we're talking about mm-hmm, secondary characters mm-hmm, kind of. Yeah, so, definitely since he's one of those secondary characters that's been brought back, you know, cause there's a lot of them, a lot of these voices and stuff like that. The character that they voice was created for that. Oh yeah. Voice. It just looks like them. Yeah. yeah it yeah, looks yeah. like them and yeah. stuff too.
0: Says he dresses like an old school, rich cowboy with a 10 gallon hat and cowboy boots, an untrustworthy type. Thatherton is uh, a sometime foil to Hank Hill and or Buck. His sins are similar to Buck Strickland's, which would be womanizing, gambling and using people. But more pronounced. Thatherton openly considers customers as little more than moneymakers and hires centerfold models or Hooters girls to bait potential propane customers. I don't remember it being specifically Hooters girls. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, he's right. I mean, he always has those bikini girls out in the thing doing a car wash or whatever. Hank, who also despises him, was forced to work for Thatherton for a week due to buck losing at a game of cards. Whenever his name is mentioned, any of the hills remark angrily, Thatherton.
1: Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, he's a uh, dick. I don't like the guy he's at a all. He's funny, but uh, other than First that... First time we see him is in a bathroom. Yeah, funny. outside of that funny little interaction and stuff like that, he's not really like... you know, he's not a no, He's not, not a the good best character. guy at all. He's not the best dude.
0: Here's a very short one. Reverend Thomason, voiced by Maurice LaMarche. Who is Maurice Lamarche? Uh, he is a minister at Arlen First Methodist Church. He was replaced by Karen, uh, by Reverend Stroop, upon retiring to start okay. an online ministry. Oh yeah, Maurice Lamarche, by the way, is part.
1: a uh, he's a Canadian voice actor, and uh, he's done a lot, right? He he voiced Brain in Animaniacs, as well as the uh, spinoff Pinky and the go. Brain, and that's huge enough right there at its own. But he also played in Hey Arnold as Big Bob, and he also did a variety of characters in Futurama, and he voiced. Egon Spangler in The Real Ghostbusters. Spangler. Uh, I did not realize that he retired to start an online ministry. Yeah, I didn't realize that's, it either.
0: That's pretty funny. Uh, that leads us to Reverend Karen Stroop, voiced by the in, incomparable Mary Tyler Moore in 99, and then followed by Ashley Gardner in 2000-2010. Uh, Ashley Gardner is the one we just had in our Ashley last episode. Ashley the Gardner is the one
1: that we just had in our last episode. Yeah,
0: Ashley the Gardner.
1: You no said, Ashley Gardner, not D Gardner, God, Ashley Ashley the Gardner. Sorry, Ashley Gardner. I don't know if I did or didn't, <laughs> but yeah, no Ashley Gardner, not the Gardner. Well, I want I really want to know what the show is. I can't remember because I like there's somebody that is extremely affiliated with King of the Hill that creates their own show after. Oh, so like Ashley a, Gardner does Nancy like a spin spinoff kind of thing or what? Yes, because the Megalomart oh. pops up in in their show. Let me just type it really real fast. King of is the Hill it, spinoff. Uh,
0: it's not that bless the hearts thing, is it?
1: Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's something the hearts. It's that wasn't
0: good. It's not a good show.
1: It wasn't. I tried to watch it. Well, it I know was... they have a reference. I know they re- I mean, I refer. I know it's a Mike Judge
0: thing, but it just was
1: not Well, good. okay, yeah. Emily Spivey was the name of okay. the the creator of that. But let me see what she did. I can't remember exactly. I what think her she role helped was. direct some of the episodes.
0: Yeah, I think she was an episode,
1: was. episode director or something like that. Something to do with the animation or something. Yeah, that, that that's what it is. Yeah, she ended up, she was doing some kind of, uh, oh, she also did uh, Up All Night. I uh, don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. Up All Night, the one yeah. with
0: Gilbert Gottfried?
1: I guess so, yeah. Wow, she was a staff writer for Saturday Night Live mm. for a decade. Wow. From 2001 to 2010. you have a picture of her? Uh, What's her name? Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, Spevy, S P I V. EY. So Spivey, Speevy, yeah. either one.
0: huh? Okay, well, uh, Reverend Stroop, uh, again, Mary Tyler Moore, than Ashley Gardner. She was the first female minister of Arlen First Methodist Church. She is originally from Minnesota, but is assigned Minnesota. to Arlen after Reverend Thompson left to start an online ministry. She and Bill finally become a couple, yet he broke up with her when she moved in, and it felt like everything was moving too fast. The congregation also objected to the relationship. She didn't take it well, but there has been no talk about the relationship since that episode. Uh, She is one that kind of faded out. Yeah. You know? Like, she she was a big deal, and then she was, like, just not there
1: just not there at all yeah yeah she made the loot fisk right she's in a few of those ep- yeah she's in a few episodes do you remember loot fisk yeah i remember i, I don't know what loot fisk is but i do remember the episode so loot, loot fisk, fisk, fisk
0: is like this fish um it's a it's a dish uh, it's like uh, uh nordic in in origin i believe um but it's made with bleach There's bleach in it
1: they put Bleach in it? Actually, she she appears in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, there's bleach 11 in episodes. Fish. So she actually pops up in 11, 11 episodes. Really? That's way more series. than I thought. Yeah. yeah, me too. Honestly, I didn't think huh. she appeared in that many, but you got to remember she does that one where uh, uh, Luann gets baptized or whatever, and you see Luann all, scamping and everything. Yeah. And then Hank tries to stop the same thing. I think he stops Peggy from going in or something like that, maybe. Yeah. I think, I don't
0: know. All right, next on our list is Jimmy Witcher. Jimmy uh, Witcher. Uh, He's one by of David my, okay, Herman. that's
1: going to be one of my favorite. Dutch <laughs> Jimmy's. Dutch Jimmy's. Dutch <laughs> Jimmy's. And then I, re- I like the episode where Bobby has to explain to his dad that he works for a guy who's, you Jim- know, Jimmy them. Witcher. <laughs> So uh
0: Jimmy Witcher uh it says here Oh wow,
1: I googled Jimmy Witcher
0: right yeah. now just to see what yeah. would
1: what would what would pop up. Yeah. It says The Bible Cast with Pastor Jimmy Witcher <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's the same guy. I don't think it, it is. It would be great either. if it was though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'd be great if it's David Herman who voiced him being uh, Jimmy Witcher. that would you know, be great. Yeah, I don't think it's him though. I don't think it's that guy. <laughs> here's here's what it says in the entry. It says Jimmy is the town imbecile <laughs> and the main antagonist in Life in the Fast Lane Bobby's Saga. He's yeah, had, that's the episode. Yeah. yeah, he's had several jobs, including concession manager at the racetrack and outsider artist, whatever that means. Dale notes that he may have given himself brain damage from staring into the sun at the for sun too, too long. long. yeah. Although he can't have been too bright to do it in the first place. He yeah, says. it says
1: it says right here, although uh uh the, the exact quote is he couldn't have been too smart to do something like <laughs> that in the first <laughs> place, kind of a chicken and egg thing.
0: Jimmy Wichard.
1: Yeah, but, but in a later episode, they also suggest that uh, he's inbred, which is another possible uh, explanation <laughs> for his state. But uh, so it, it says also he did take his GED test. Yeah. And uh, on one occasion, he was there to scold Lucky for cheating, too. So <laughs> Jimmy Wichard scolds him for cheating at one point. I love how he
0: talks in the third person. Like all
1: the time, he will be like,
0: "That's Jimmy's. Jimmy said that. Jimmy something. said that."
1: And he actually appears quite a bit, but oh, like, oh yeah, he's uh, in a lot. But uh, one of my favorite appearances when he was collecting cans with cotton hill, he was out there picking cans with with cotton. That was a good episode. With oh him yeah, in it. yeah, that's funny. All
0: right, our last one for this episode, and we'll have to revisit these because I've I really enjoyed this. I like bringing up. Eight. These. He's in eight episodes. Wow. So, Reverend's
1: Troops in eleven, and then he's in eight. There okay. You
0: go. So the last one on our list for today is Chuck Mangione.
1: Oh, Chuck Mangione and that one is that, I mean Chuck that is that one that story writes itself.
0: Chuck <laughs> is so funny in this thing The flugelhorn player. He is a uh jazz trumpeter and flugelhorn player and his hit song Feels So Good is played Played frequently on the show. He shamelessly promotes Megalomart until he grows tired of, uh, going to every new store opening. He told Dale that he didn't read the contract properly, started, <laughs> stating that Megalomart has opened 400 stores per year and it left him no time to tour record or be with his family. Yeah. This forced him to disappear where Dale discovers he has become a hermit living within the Arlen Megalomart. I love that episode. I where, do that too. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Uh, he's living within the Arlen Megalomart Mart in a toilet paper castle and stealing stocked items at night when the store is closed. When he tells Dale that he disappeared to stick it to the man, Dale decides to keep his secret and Mangione goes on living in the store undetected.
1: Yeah. He chews through the security camera wires to stay unseen. God, I love the, the fact that a I like real person. Me
0: becomes this this person who like well he becomes a the part the of Megamon a running gag it becomes so a part good. of a running
1: gag that whenever he appears in the show no matter what he's playing uh, he le he, he whenever he's playing he just kind of floats in to feel it. so good every episode I, he actually shows up in let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten oh, oh man I, mis- I miscounted.
0: Hi, I'm Chuck Mangione for Megalomark Chocolates. (laughs) 11.
1: And he actually appears in the WAN saga. And the last episode that he appears in is Pour Some Sugar on Con, which would be first aired on March 30th, 2008. Wow.
0: Yeah, uh, Chuck Mangione is one of my favorite reoccurring characters on the show, and that's why he is on our cover art for this show.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is on every cover art that we (laughs) write. It's like a stand-up
0: from megalomar. It's like a cardboard cutout of him saying what 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 the episode is.
1: Which I like that too, this Chuck Mangione. So yeah, you know, so I, I really fun. like that it's a music a musical ba-dum, person. Was he really that popular though? Like outside of King of the Hill, did he have any kind of? Did you know who he was ba-dum, outside ba-dum. of King of the Hill? I
0: did, um, and the reason I did is because my parents uh, they had an exclu- they had a pretty good vinyl collection. Yeah, uh, and they had a Chuck Mangione record. I don't know which one they
1: had. Oh, but cool.
0: Um, yeah, they had Chuck uh, Mangione. They had Herb Did they Halpert. have a gym, Neighbors? Uh, they did have a gym, Neighbors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. They and <laughs> hey, for those of you who don't know who Jim Neighbors is, you need to go watch Andy Griff Gomer Powell. Yeah, Gomer Powell. Uh Gomer Powell, I'm, Do- I'm Gomer Powell. I'm gonna get under this bus. I'm Gomer Do- yeah, um, Powell. Cool. You know, as a kid, that's that's some of my favorite <laughs> stuff is watching that crowd because it's so dumb. So the <laughs> so reason dumb, funny the re- they had this
0: they had this pretty intense uh, vinyl collection, but um, I was born in Taiwan. Uh, And so they were. So you're Taiwanese? No, I'm not. I was born on US soil. Um, Okay. But uh, they had this exclusive, they they had this vinyl collection, but all of it was like uh, bootlegs. So. Uh, I remember all the Elvis albums they had, like they would be on this clear, like red vinyl or clear
1: purple vinyl or, what or whatever. Oh yeah. I know exactly what you're they talking were fantastic. about. I, I've still got I like a lot records. of that stuff. Oh, you have some yeah. of those albums? I got yeah, a bunch of that stuff. That's so. cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I actually have uh, my mom. She was a big, huge Elvis fan when she was growing up. And I have all of the albums that she had when she was a teenager. I was more of a fan of the little Elvis, not the big, huge one. The big, huge one. No, she was a, um, a big fan of the big
0: Elvis. <laughs> big Elvis. Big Elvis, little Elvis. So I think this is kind of cool. Every once in a while, let's do this. We'll, yeah, uh, we can. We'll go back so to that's, these reoccurring so that's, characters. So now we have. We did John Redcorn.
1: John Redcorn. We did Ted and Cindy Wissanisaw. Ted Song. and Cindy Wasson, We did Octavio.
0: Octavio. Uh, Thatherton. Thatherton. Uh, Reverend Thomason. Reverend Thomason. Reverend Stroop, Stroop. And Jimmy
1: Wichard and Chuck Mangione. Chuck Mangione. Yeah. And we'll add those in with the fan fictions and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And we'll, These are great. We, we've got two yeah. things that we could continue with. So yeah. there you go. That's that, that's that's
0: ideas. Well, guys, join us again. Uh, we'll be around again on Monday for another episode. I believe the next one is Luann's Saga. Um, isn't that right? Leanne's
1: Saga. Le- Leanne? I think that's what it said. I'm gonna uh, look just because I'm. Um, yeah. I, ha- I have to see what it says.
0: Anyway, we will be back with another uh, riveting episode about an episode uh, of King of the Hill with uh, Bois, a rewatch
1: podcast, King of the Hill podcast. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you guys. Also, you can check us out at B W A A A K O T H on all social media. Not all, but TikTok, all Instagram, Twitter and also social. uh we're trying to win we really want to win Make this Lodon. uh uh waco awards podcast of the year yeah if we can't win we'll at least like to get a nomination up, so continue to vote for if us. if you guys
0: could look up the waco awards yeah Google and go Waco vote Awards. For us. you can vote for us one today
1: yeah and i'll post the link too in. on all the social media you'll have it's already available we're right just, now we're just the trying to get there. nominated right now yeah we're just trying to get nominated so then we'll uh, win those hammer it out for us and let's see what happens and we really one. appreciate all of you so much we we we, and, we uh, have it like this so waco awards then
0: uh, a Kids' Choice Award, okay. Then uh, a Grammy, a Pulitzer, and then a Pulitzer. Yeah. Okay, those t- those last two could be in any order. In any order, sure. Pulitzer okay. or and then Grammy. after that,
1: we're going for or, the EGOT, right? We're going to see if we sure. can. We we're just going all Let's the go way through. We go for the and EGOT, then,
0: and then we're both going to be Eagle Scouts. Eagle That'll be Scouts. good. <laughs> we can do all. I that.
1: think that would be like you know if if, if, if it was ever able to. If we're ever able to be the point to where we could go do that, be an was, Eagle I Scout? think it would be funny to go just, just do the, not do all the stuff that you have to do to be an Eagle Scout, but just the ceremonial sure. stuff, like the, whatever, like the honorary last Eagle Scouts, yeah, honorary Eagle Scouts from the order of the straight arrow. We that, need to find out the order of the arrow. We need to contact the order of the arrow and see if we can get somebody there. Thing? Remember, we discussed it on the oh, order of the straight arrow. Really? There, is, there is a, there is the order of the arrow. Okay, cool. Let's call them. Let's call cool.
0: them. All right, guys. Join us again next time. You can always find us at RogueMediaNetwork.com and...
1: Boah! Wimitanye. Oui, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <ma-tangue>. sorry, this is <laughs> the, the beginning. See ya. Boah! Boah!
0: This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.